Hello everyone and welcome to The Underage Lawyer. I hope you've been following me on my social media accounts and have been following my progress through the exam study period and I wish all of you luck as you begin your exams in university as well. Today we are going to be talking about positivity while studying and that icky feeling you get when you don't want to study you can't calm yourself down enough to enjoy a leisure activity and you're feeling far too tired to exercise. This sometimes happens when it, and when it does, it can feel like you've set yourself back on hundreds of hard days of study and dedication. But it is sometimes unavoidable. Some strands of psychology suggest that allowing these meltdown moments to happen is actually vital for avoiding burnout. They may be a sign that you've pushed yourself too hard and now you can't possibly write out that essay which is due in two months. Being a study blogger, which most of you would know I am if you follow my social media accounts on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, it can be hard to give yourself some downtime. While we all love watching each other progress, there's a lot of peer pressure to keep studying. Peer pressure is a key factor for why study bloggers are so successful. We work together as a friendly community that encourages and enthusiasm and drive for learning and dedication. However, sometimes it can become a bit much. And when you're faced with those icky or blank feeling moments, it's important to immediately recognize the situation. When you've had continuing feelings of demotivation, unhappiness, or serious lack of motivation, it indicates an emotional imbalance. As a legal and international relations student, sometimes the things I study are confronting. This may include severe assault, rape, potential terrorism, or legal defenses for torture. At first, they may appear uncomfortable, but not disturbing topics. However, in combination with each other, they may influence your emotions. This does not necessarily mean that you're a weaker person than other students, but it is important that you bring some positivity back into your studies. So today, I thought it'd be good to talk about three ways you can bring positivity into your studies. The first is the most obvious. The most common method for bringing positivity back to your studies is to use brighter materials. Some bloggers recommended a scented candle or scented pen as they are small, unintrusive items that can brighten your day. Simple things like cups of tea can also be advantageous. It's a well-known fact that a cup of tea can soothe emotional turmoil. Interestingly enough, it's because the warmth of a mug simulates being hugged. That releases an emotional reaction that encourages a feeling of comfort. Of course, this warmth can be emulated by any other type of hot drink, but I wouldn't recommend falling into the trap of using coffee as this stimulus does also increase the level of adrenaline hormones, which can encourage anxiety. Decorating workspaces using coloured notebooks or stickers are also simple material ways to bring positivity back into your environment. You should find that if you pick up on the emotional issue quick enough, you can move forward with your studies much faster than you would if you ignored it. With that in mind, mental health is just like physical health. Sometimes it will recover quickly and other times you may need to rest for a bit first. Don't expect yourself to jump straight back into work you may need a few days break. To encourage yourself to properly relax, try taking down any to-do lists, sticky note reminders and similar items. You should put them back up as soon as you feel ready. However, these items may keep you in a constant fight or flight state and it's very easy to be overcome with the amount of work you have to do and catastrophize. Catastrophizing means that you make the problem bigger than it actually is. I am famous for messing up due dates and convincing myself work is due earlier than it actually is. Once I actually submitted a law assignment a, f a full week early because I had written it into my diary earlier in the fear that I would submit it late. The downside is that I got less time to ask questions, I was more stressed and probably stayed up later working on it than I should have. The second type of positivity that you can bring to your workspace when you're feeling a bit down is mental positivity. The most common forms of mental positivity are seen in quotes and meditation. Quotes work to remind you of your goals and that while what you're studying in the short term is negative, there's an overall positive outlook. 
This is critical for assessing your current mental state. If it ever appears that you are unable to move beyond the negativity that you are currently facing, you may consider seeking professional help. Meditation can assist in controlling anxious thoughts and grounding yourself in the reality of now. Other forms of meditation can also be witnessed in mindfulness, which is a daily habit that can be used for long-term anxiety control. Mindfulness is great for instilling a more positive outlook on life and is believed to improve mental concentration. A third, lesser used form of positivity is critical academic focus. This is especially important for study bloggers who often spend a lot of time on their syllabus and not so much on independent study. A lot of university subjects are highly biased. This is not necessarily negative, but it can mean you have a skewed view on an issue. If you find yourself researching a topic that appears to be nothing but frightening, it may be a good idea to initiate some independent research. Undoubtedly, with a little digging, you will find an opposing opinion. While that opinion will not invalidate all the other academic research, it can help to remind you that what you're being taught is not always 100% true. For example, while poverty is a real issue that is spread around the globe, there are lots of papers suggesting that there are real policy changes that would completely alter the modern existence of poverty. Focusing on these possible changes and promoting them will provide you with an alternative positive outlook that could also re-motivate you to study and work hard. Good luck re-motivating yourself and I hope that even if you're not feeling down you start to bring a little extra positivity to your work and studies today. Thank you very much for listening and I look forward to talking to you next time.